0: Welcome to a Better You For You podcast. This is episode one. We are finally here. We've done it. And I have to give a special thank you to my amazing guest today. Um, a near and dear friend, someone that um, I've truly grown to love as a sister. And that's a true inspiration in my life, Miss Candice Green. Thank you for having me. No problem. Now, introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are, what you do, the many titles that you hold.
1: You know what? I like to think that I have nine lives, so it depends on which part of that you want (laughs) to (laughs) hear.
0: Just Just give the people what you think they would want to know about you. How about that?
1: Okay, sure, definitely. Um, So I guess I'll start with the thing that is most leading, which would be my professional career. I am the Director of Operations Real Estate for a boutique real estate firm that's based out of Michigan and I oversee the assets in the Chicago portfolio. So what exactly does that mean? That means that I oversee high-rise communities in the downtown area of Chicago, And completely in control of the operations, asset management, and a team of about 40 people. Right? That's the boring stuff, but that pays the bills. (laughs) 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 On a more, you know, fun side, I am Mm -hmm. the owner and founder of Indace LLC, also known as Indace Boutique. And we are a boutique fashion destination for women that love to dress lavishly. That is our tagline located in Schaumburg, Illinois, and a mother of two amazing beautiful daughters, Eden and Elise, wife to Jeremy, and of course, very proud member of Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority, Incorporated. And I think that's about it. That's that's, you know, that's the the easy way in to Candace
0: Green. <laughs> Ease <laughs> on in. <laughs> <laughs> but let me let me fight before we even start asking questions and stuff, let me congratulate you on your Trailblazer Award. You will be receiving what this upcoming weekend, right? Um yeah. for black women in business. It's the it's a gala that's happening in Chicago, right?
1: It is. So Boss Chicks United is having their first annual gala in LaGrange, Illinois, March 5th, 2022, and I am being awarded with the Trailblazer Award. I was incredibly shocked and I'm extremely honored to be there and celebrate as we uplift our black women and definitely give everyone their flowers while we are here. That's one thing that I think is really important. So I'm happy that that's happening. Thank you for mentioning that.
0: Uh, no problem. A huge congratulations to you. And you know, I, I love your boutique. I've I've shopped several pieces. And let me tell you guys, when you put these clothes on, man, you feel like a million bucks. <laughs> and when Thank you. like I recently went to um of course when we could go out, um we went to a Christmas party for my job and you know I had on one of the pieces. And I can't tell you how many compliments I received just walking into the building and then just interacting with coworkers. So keep up the amazing work um, because I love the pieces. I know I need to uh, gather some more because I'll be going on a trip pretty soon. So you know I'm always come to you for when it's time to look snazzy and jazzy.
1: Yes, I love to hear it. I'm, I'm loving the positive feedback, definitely. And we appreciate your business, Tamaya. You are one of the VIP clients at End Days.
0: <laughs> ah, I appreciate you guys so so much. Now let's let's get into the nitty-gritty. So with everything that you're doing, you 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 have the job where you're a director of operations. I don't know. I don't even know how you can just manage a day, you know, you're working with, what, you said, 40, 40 people?
1: Yeah, I oversee a team of 40.
0: 40 people. That's 40 different personalities that you have to to deal with on a day-to-day basis. So, um, I know you have those, those tough days. Like, you know, first of all, you know, just going to work sometimes can just be a headache in itself and then your mother. So, you know, what are some things that you do to make it through those tough days? Like, do you sit down? I know you like to write as well. So do you, you know, take a minute to, you know, write down your feelings or, of what's going on? Um, you know, do you take the time to, I know we, we exchange uh, Bible verses, And scriptures every now and then so you know what are some things that you do to make it through those tough days?
1: Sure so um one thing that I would say that I do to really keep me grounded when those days become more challenging than other days right because of course when you do have a lot on your plate you walk into every day expecting some level of challenge but when it out of the norm and you know just unusually more challenging than any other you -hmm. know how I am I like to check in with my support system you being one of those number one people on that list Um, to your point definitely writing checking in with myself understanding Mm -hmm. what the what the goals are for the day right and what are the actionable items that is going to take to get me to those goals and then Mm -hmm. what stressors can I set aside for a later time and what stresses can I come back to? Because obviously, if the kids are at daycare and I'm at the office, it's no use in me stressing about... Um, ...and told me that they're having a recital on Thursday and it's Monday. Right? <laughs> right. There's no use <laughs> right. in trying to stand that out in that moment. But right. Compartmentalize that and we'll get back to it. So considering right. that I do have a lot in front of me, I just try to really compartmentalize. And then if I notice myself needing some more time and attention to just really honoring that and honoring that space and taking the time to check in and even slow down even if it's just like a five minute pause it really does do a lot to rejuvenate and refocus
0: I definitely agree with that 100 percent um because especially with the climate of you know what's going in the world today um and um I think we talked about this as well uh with um you know several people recently committing suicide um I honestly think that people don't take the time out for themselves and then on top of that um we can often um uh, look to others for validation and what we are doing in life so what I usually you know say to you and say to others is you know you always have that support system that's there for you. So if all these other people, you really shouldn't be too concerned about, you should be focusing on you, um, you know, um, congratulating yourself, celebrate the small victories, the large ones, whatever you get through for, you know, that particular day, for that particular week, whatever you set aside as a goal, you know, if you accomplish it, um, you know, you're working your way towards it. You know, take a moment to, you know, celebrate that. And um, it's it's just the world today is just is just crazy. And you know, even with I, I mean, you were in beauty pageants as well. And you know, two um, two recent people, ladies, young ladies that participated in beauty pageants, you know, took their own lives. One was. Very unfortunate. Uh, she actually uh, jumped from a building um, in New York, and she lost her life. And then there was one recently. I think she was Miss Alabama, and mm-hmm. um, she she had a situation to where it was somewhat similar to the to the one in New York. So I'm like, okay, you know, is is this really going on? But I mean, you just never know what people are going through. So do you have any any thoughts on that? You know what?
1: I do. Um, so especially with Chesley Chris, the former Miss USA 2019 that did yes. unfortunately take her life, um, that really did hit home for me. Um, mm-hmm. It also hit home a lot of women that I know, especially in the pageant industry, because mm-hmm. we all live similar lives, right? Right. Like with the pandemic, everyone's wearing a mask. That's what you do when you go outside. But, but in right. practice, we wear this mask with a mask that I'll show up and it'll form mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. be at the mental space because, again, you have that goal, right? This fire that's like, I have to reach this goal. It's necessary. This is a completely off day, but I'm going to show up. I'm going to wear this mask. I am my time donate resources to maybe less fortunate than I am, and I smile, and I'm also mm-hmm. going to show up for the organization that I may belong to or part of to make sure and my personal mission is accomplished. Right. However, the side of that is when we and we don't have those support systems or like Chesley support system in maybe when it was a little bit too late, we miss out on that piece of checking in with ourselves. And I'll just kind of speak on myself personally just to kind of rip the Band-Aid off. Um, I am certainly one that has struggled with depression and anxiety in 2010. Um, And it is is a, a place where... You will have moments of paralysis, or I have had moments of paralysis, where you cannot function, you want to do a sleep, but then you have these other moments where you're like, I have to get up and I have to show up, I have to do this. For whatever the reason may be, or whatever your role may be, inside you can just get yeah. at a point where you're just screaming, you're know? just, just, right? Just That's relieve right. me stress and anxiety. I think that one of the more important factors, but this is kind of tie it all together. And I posted about this on Facebook earlier. I think that when you think of someone taking their life, really, it's saying that I see me, and I don't feel that you hear me, and I mm-hmm. these things that I'm doing really. And so once the person leaves this earth, you have these accolades and you have these streets that are being named after people and you have these awards that are being given and you have these scholarships that are being named after people and you have these memories and the kind words and people who maybe never acknowledged you in your waking life, they now acknowledge you. Right. But maybe when that person was here, just maybe if you would have taken that time to express some of that gratitude for them as a being and some right. of the kindness and admiration that you have for them we would probably have a taking such drastic measures to relieve mm-hmm. themselves from pain because they would tangibly know that there are people that are, are missing them when they're not around and would miss them if they were permanently not around right. and then i think the other component of it too is to realize like my grandma used to say ain't none but a feeling and feelings change (laughs) and so just to kind of make light of the situation um and of of the loss of life but to just make light of just these feelings that we have these emotions that we have they change i even know that personally i've had i've been in very dark places myself where it's Mm -hmm. like if i stayed in that dark place if the phone hadn't rung if the girl's been distracting me or whatever mm-hmm. a, a decision or a choice could be made that may be irreversible because now you've gotten in a different space and that feeling then changed And right. from my personal experience with it um, because I did lose my sister-in-law to suicide as well mm-hmm. here in April, I find that when those types of steps are taken, they're taken right. in that extreme moment of despair not realizing that If a minute or an hour or a day later, you would have shifted that emotion and wouldn't have had to take such a drastic measure. That's irreversible.
0: right. Wow. I mean, that's the, that's the the way to put it. I mean, I've I've never honestly thought about that, but you know, um, when you, when you lay it out like that is, is, is perfect. That's the, the way to think about it. Um, So, being in the pageant industry, do you think there should be resources in place for these young ladies when it comes to depression, anxiety, um, like some type of mentorship to where they can talk about, you know, what they're possibly facing and um, get some sort of guidance on to properly handle it as opposed to, you know, going to the extreme?
1: So what I will say is that pageants in general, typically there's some level of platform base that the pageants align themselves with. And the young women that compete in pageants align themselves with, find that people have a platform, whether it be, um, you know, the American, uh, what is it? A Red Heart Association or if somebody yeah. is aligning themselves with domestic violence awareness, anti-gun violence awareness suicide mm-hmm. prevention, we do have people that have platforms dedicate their time to missions such as this, you know, depression and anxiety awareness and things of that nature. But yeah. I think that the pageant industry as a whole, mm-hmm. it is built off of, off of so much extreme pressure, mm. influence, and visibility that it really is up to that individual Mm -hmm. to align themselves with that are their support system outside of pageantry because you have to like really pull the layers back right so what is pageantry pageantry is like a showcase of elite fit educated women right Mm -hmm. and you're all on the same stage you're all competing for that one goal that's right. extreme pressure yes. so you have to make sure that you have your own personal support system that is going to keep you grounded because if you get caught up in the pressure and you get caught up in the naysayer because there's always a naysayer no matter of course of course <laughs> right <laughs> no of matter course. how small deep the, the pageant or large usa universe there's always a naysayer so you have to make sure that you arm yourself with the tools and the resources in in terms of the people, the therapists, to keep you grounded so that way you don't feel so suffocated by some of the... What what, what, word am I looking for? Basically, in pageantry, you have to always be on, right? And we know that's not real life. But sometimes when you're in pageantry and you're in motion, you get caught up in, in being all of the time and you sometimes... Discount the need to have that support system or checking in with yourself. So, just to kind of bring it all back, um, I do think that the organizations, the ones that I know of and the ones that I've been a part of, they right. do value the women that compete in their. Again, mm-hmm. it's not just all frivolously doing a bikini competition. Like, pageant girls do have a purpose and a reason and a platform. Right. However, I still think that the onus is on the individual to make sure that they have what they need, so that way their whole mm-hmm. self does not suffer. Because that's just like saying if somebody's playing in the NBA, right? You're a baller, Tamiya. Right. You, right. you know, somebody's not gonna say, "Oh, well, you know, LeBron is X, Y, Z, and we have to make sure we have all the resources for LeBron." No, exactly. LeBron's got to get out here and play this game. So it's up for <laughs> LeBron
0: oh, his to do what's necessary. Yes.
1: Absolutely yes and not to take any onus away from the nba because obviously you know how when things happen you know the organization that you're involved with they sometimes take some of the backlash right when things go south but i think it even more so play a role with that individual where they should have their team lined up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. horses and people and then Mm -hmm. also to know Am I mentally able to? Going to look like for me, and do I really want to be in that magnitude of a spotlight? Can my mental health stand that? And if right. the answer is maybe, don't do it. Exactly. If the answer, oh, no, it shouldn't even be a thought. Oh,
0: exactly. So. Exactly. I agree one hundred percent. Um. So, in let's see, how long have we known each other? it's been seven years yeah it's yeah. Seven years. yeah it's gone on seven years since 2016 yeah so um, and I will say you've overcame a lot you know just sitting here and observing and from our many conversations um, and all that you faced in the past I'll just say three years. How did it contribute to who you are today? With all the adversities, the, the challenges you face, how did it all contribute to who you are today?
1: Honestly, it depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it really depends on the day because to you, the last three years have been very taxing on a lot of different levels um, right. also been some of the best years of my life but also right. some of the, the the hardest most painful so yeah. I think it depends on the day right? Um, right if there's a moment where I'm in this space of just not feeling like the trials and trials can make me feel very heavy, mm-hmm. but if it's one of those days where it's like, okay, I'm moving and shaking, I got things to do, you know, very right. mind and very focused, feel unstoppable, right? Um, right. And, and one of those things that is, I'll just kind of jump right into it. One of the most challenging and painful experiences within the life. Was the loss of my baby brother Aaron, who passed right. the second of 2021, and so I never imagined that I would be able to do life without my baby brother because we were so close, each other's best friends, right? Extreme personalities. Sagittarius, you already know, we get together. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's my baby, right? So you can, right? you can just imagine, right? So I right. never thought I would be able to do life without my baby brother. I never even thought that, that would be a thing, right? I mean, right. you know, I have another brother, Devin. He and I are very tight. I would never imagine doing life without... I would never doing life without my people. So when I right. lost my brother... It really changed me in so many ways and mm-hmm. still to this day and it and it will continue to change me because right. he will not come back in the physical form right but right. how I show up today is just a reminder of how resilient I can be mm-hmm. and how no matter what you just keep moving I mean I remember many many years ago 'Cause I used to think I was a rapper, right? <laughs> so, girl, uh, I used to think I was a rapper. I wrote this song, I think this was like 05 or something, you know. Wow. Wrote, so that's yeah, recent. That, no, 05. 05. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but still that
0: but still that's kinda recent, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, five, maybe. so yeah. You could you could probably release that song today, it might go platinum. So you can you, you might need to hold on to that. But one thing
1: that I said in that rep was, it said, um, I'm trying to keep it moving. Whatever it takes to make it shake from city to city, making sure I stay pretty. So (laughs) I think that I truly live by and embody that because you have to keep it moving. Whatever it takes to make it shake and make sure you stay pretty. And what that means is not only on the outside but on the inside are you pretty with the people that you come in contact with are you pretty with the people that show up for you and then on the outside are you making sure that no matter what you face it doesn't break you Right. and then again to bring that pageantry element back in that hey if you have the mental capacity and the stamina and the wherewithal to continue to show up you continue Mm -hmm. to show up so I think that's how i do it but again it's on a it's on a day-to-day basis never taking like too many chunks at a time but really
0: i need to write that line down
1: somewhere <laughs> i'll text
0: and you to you, need to you girl go ahead and, release, <laughs> and you need to go ahead and release that song man. you can make some go and get some streaming numbers up in there you put your own title apple music spotify get some get some revenue in there man. and then the way you said it you don't even realize how you said that line. You said it with so much swag, like, yeah, this is me. This is how I do it. And I believed it a thousand percent. So, yeah, go ahead and make that that song happen. Uh, I can get Terry to uh, bring a, a beat over to you and you can, you can go on and do your song and we can get it out there for the people and make that happen. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but man, um I feel like we need to do a part 2 of this because you've provided such great information for for so many individuals out there that's probably going through something that, you know, they're afraid to express to, you know, family, friends. Cuz you know we all have that element like we're afraid of being judged by you know, some of the people that we may talk to, but I mean, you, you dropped some gems today and I truly appreciate you for your time and your effort because I know you're a busy woman. Based on everything that you told us earlier, and I know you got two beautiful, pretty girls to get to, Candy Jr. and Candy Jr. Jr. Yes, people, <laughs> these kids look just like her, just like her everything from from how they act they they are definitely a reflection of their mother. Um uh Candice I can't I can't thank you enough for for everything that you provided today. Um anything else you want to say before we before we wrap up episode 1?
1: Before we wrap up episode 1, what I would like to say is please 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 if you've taken the time to listen to this podcast please like follow and share it because Tamaya is definitely doing something (laughs) that a lot of us want to do but maybe have that fear and are not doing it and she's stepping out in faith and she's reaching out to real people so that we can open up these conversations with people and really just provide another level of not only payment a resources a wealth of knowledge and an extremely genuine person and if you do nothing else share this support her and just get with it because i do believe this podcast is going to be highly su- successful and that would be the last thing that i have to say is support tamaya in her movement with this podcast and oh, you should hit it. the like button right now <laughs>
0: and, and share button, <laughs> but candace thank you again for your time you know i love you huh, to the moon and back you've always been supportive um you know i'll always hold you down 10 toes down um but i would like to thank everybody for tuning in today um any comments questions hit me up let me know what you think what do you want me to cover in the future? We we can get that going. If you want Candace to come back for another episode or another 10 episodes, we can make that happen as well. But I thank you all for your time. That's it. Wrap on episode one of A Better You For You. Thanks, guys. Thank you.